Hey, it's Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. It was probably, what, five years ago, five and a half years ago that I last spoke to this lady on the Small Steps podcast, and it's amazing to have her back again. Welcome, Valeska. Hi. Nice to be here. (laughs) It's really funny to think that um, it has been that long, but I have watched a lot of transformation in you over that time. Um, you know, that podcast was all about how your life had been changing because of what you'd learnt in the small steps to Whole Foods program and then and then in the membership, the impact that it had had on you, just simplifying things a little bit, helping you just with anxiety that you were feeling in terms of your day-to-day. And now I'm sitting here looking at someone who looks totally professional who is raising her kids in a totally different way to how she was, who has started her own business, which involves so freaking many brave steps that I don't think anyone who hasn't done it will just never understand the level of vulnerability, the level of self-belief that you have to draw on and just you know, all the things, Um, and look centred in herself and far more um, solid in her being. And I just wanted to say congratulations on that. And I think it's going to be really great for us today to explore just the process that that took. And And I referenced the years, literally, because I talk about that too. Like none of this kind of happens in a silver bullet kind of now I've got my shit sorted and I totally know who I am and which direction I'm going and my day-to-day life feels smooth and no one complains and I'm happy all the time. That's not life. That's not even the holy grail. I don't think any of us who are real women even acknowledge that that's what we're going for. We're actually going for depth and purpose and a meaningful life, which involves all the ups and downs, but the ability to be able to manage ourselves through those is something that I think we'll probably talk a little bit about today. But first, do you want to talk about Valeska in what, 2019? Is that when you did... Yep. The first round of Ready for Change. That's it. Yeah. Where were you? So, I mean, things had been things had been evolving for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, where were you at? What was life like? Who were you? Who was I? Right. Well, on a day-to-day level, I was I just started back at uni, or not back at uni. I'd started going to uni because I hadn't been before. So that was a huge um step in transition. And um, so I was studying, I was working, you know, the daily kids. Um, so this is sort of, I guess, 
what was going in in my mind. So I've got study, I've got to work, I've got kids' dinner, kin- kindy, laundry, cleaning, gardening, you know, on top the of. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. So very much so I was in a constant state of overwhelm. Mm. just every day just felt like it was sort of spinning into each other and I felt like there was struggle you know every day it was getting the kids to school I had another layer I guess with one of my children not liking to wear knickers or socks so that was a big thing yeah yes and that caused me a great deal of worry and upset and I bought I was you know bringing in my past into that and worrying about what that could mean and how I could fix it for her. So that was just on my mind all the time. Um, and just feeling really out of balance. <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah, and feeling just the weight of responsibility and having to do everything. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Those were that whole, like, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. I've got to do all this. And yes. You had it was a pretty big move for you to go back and and study and mm-hmm. add that in, and I think that that's something that a lot of women struggle with. Is like, is me going to have a crack at something that really matters to me? Going to blow this whole system up mm-hmm. because we're all maxed out, but yet we want a little bit more for ourselves, but we just don't know how that's going to disrupt the flow of of life and you did it anyway yes I did yep I felt that passionate about it I guess that I thought no I need to do this I need to check it out I need to see how it goes so yeah it was um and just sitting sitting in one of the lectures in the first week was just overwhelmed with emotion so you know just but that didn't mean that everything came easy (laughs) no well that's exactly right no so we make these decisions we're like yes I'm an amazing brave, courageous, purpose-fueled woman in the world. But actually, this is actually still real. This is actually really hard. This has meant that I feel under more pressure and I don't know when I'm going to get my homework done. And Mm -hmm. I am trying to, you know, keep all the balls in the air. So is that kind of where you were at when you said yes to Ready for Change? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I think, I just knew that something needed to change. I needed, knew that, um, self-care needed to be Mm. up on the agenda actually on the agenda (laughs) (laughs) so there's an agenda and it has zero self-care yeah yes Yes, pretty much Mm. um so it had to be on there and then it needed to be higher on there and um I think that's where I yeah I just and I knew something needed to change Mm. and so when ready for change came along it's like yes I am (laughs) I sure am because this ain't working right now. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So then what, so when you did that that program, gosh, I mean, it's a long time ago and a lot has happened since that time, yes. but can you remember some of the things that were a little bit like light bulby kind of moments or things that you really, that really landed for you mm. during that time? Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I obviously knew this was coming up, so delved back into the memory. Um, but I think one of the biggest things for me was that everyone is on their own journey and they have to experience things for themselves um, and so learn their own lessons rather than me trying to, so speaking of my children, I guess, yeah. in that respect, um, I can't have their experience for them. 
or try to, I guess, save them from certain experiences in their life because then they're not going to learn the lessons that they need to learn for themselves to make them. I've always said I wanted my kids to be confident and resilient and all of those things and the realisation hit me that I was actually probably stopping some of that from happening by trying to go in and save and fix them from certain situations. Yeah, it's a really, really big one because Mm. we hold that level of control so tightly. We just want to make everything okay for everyone. Mm. Mm. And, I mean, it's just not like, like we we can't actually do that because they are going to have their own experience whatever whatever we do yeah yeah exactly so how has your parenting changed then on the back of that I am more accepting I think of what is Mm. um and come at things from a different angle I guess as far as um previously say we couldn't get to school and I would get so worked up and stressed and then frustrated and the frustration would come out in yelling and rushing and then worrying that we're going to be late and all of that energy in the house as well on top of the yelling. And um, it was just, it was felt by everybody. And so I think now it's just, um, it's talking through things and having conversations with my kids and letting things go Mm. and realising that, you know, possibly is just a phase and it will pass or um, so I think it's acceptance of what is rather than trying to change what is and also having conversations supportive conversations around that with my children empowering them to make their own decisions and taking responsibility as well yes yeah it's so um, refreshing when you realize you don't have to hold on to a particular emotion or a particular situation and have it completely derail a whole day or a whole Mm. week, you know, that you actually can shift that. And I don't know, you know, you're talking about inside the house, the energy inside the house. I think that's what we actually do have control over. Mm. So we can't, we can't change whether someone's in a bad mood or, you know, they're feeling upset or disappointed about something, but we can't, like, we all vibrate. And mm-hmm. I, mean, I think that that training, that bonus training and ready for change is so valuable to so many people because it gives us our power back in terms of, well, this is how I can help manage myself and this environment mm-hmm. by just like bringing it all back down a notch. And sometimes that's hard. Like we were talking before this started, like it doesn't mean that we're all these Zen mums who don't, who never like raise a voice or do something like that. But it does, it, it gives us our own power back. We're not victims to everyone else's highs and lows so much anymore. 100%. Yeah. And I think it's also I've learned if I take care of myself first thing in the morning, I'm going to come at things from a different place. Don't I'm not saying I do it every day, but I'm more conscious of the fact the days that I don't do it, the difference in my energy and my mm. patience and tolerance for things. 100%. So. I used to, I mean, when Nick lived here, 
uh, my routine was always to just get up and go for a walk before people woke up. Um, I would do it maybe three mornings a week just to have my stuff sitting next to my bed. And after he left and when I was on my own, I kept thinking, you know, I was, went into that victim state of like, I'm never going to be able to start my morning feeling good again because I can't get outside because I've got the the children here. And and when we when I'm like, well, no, I need to take responsibility for the situation. This is what it is right now. If I still want to start my day feeling good, what else, like how else might that look through this mm. stage of life? And it turned into, you know, listening to a little self-hypnosis, doing some stretching with some yoga or whatever. Um, sometimes I even just lie in bed and listen to a podcast that connects me into the world and I just feel, you know, especially during lockdowns and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And I think that's the thing, like where do we, if we accept what is, where do we have choice yeah. to yep. help ourselves each day? For sure. Yep. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And, you know, there's days that I don't make that choice and I know it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but also but also that then being mean to ourselves or making that mean that we're suddenly off track like Mm. I think that that's a really important part of ready for change as well it's like well what am I going to also make this mean for myself pretty sure I wrote that in the Facebook group a few times (laughs) oh I'm way off track it's just like you have a choice you can start again tomorrow (laughs) stop making it mean you're off track like we give things so much meaning, mm-hmm. don't we? Yeah. Yes. Which we still do. I mean, we're mean. We, that's that's what we're designed here to do. But we can also give it a meaning that serves us and mm-hmm. what we want if we're making it all up. Yes. What else? What else was was there? Anything else during RFC that was a bit light bulby? Yes, there is. But I think I just wanted to say that all of what I've just said about children also applies to my husband as well mm. about choosing their own experience. They, they're having their own experience. I can't try to fix them. I can't um, I can't make them change or tell them what they should do. So it's about looking after me and focusing on me and hopefully the energy will change and then, you do know. You, do you feel comfortable talking about the ripple effect that that's had in your, for your yeah, husband? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I know he's, he's talked about it before in a podcast, so I'm Okay. I've got his permission, I'd okay. say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. So from he used to sort of come home from work and um, I remember saying to him quite a few times that he doesn't seem very happy and he'd just sort of want to get the kids down to bed and then just sit in front of TV. You know, there wasn't too much going on there and it would frustrate me and also, I guess, sadden me because I just wanted him to have a bit more joy or zest or, yeah. But something shifted for him through me doing all of this. I feel that it contributed to it (laughs) as a ripple effect that at the end of um, 2019 things weren't great um, between him and I as well and he made a decision, you know, he had a choice, I guess. A choice was one way, um, but he chose that he knew he needed to start taking responsibility and change himself. So he went on the path of, seeking out some coaching programs and, um, yeah, and through that has made significant changes and it's really quite, um, 
interesting to look at the people he chose to follow had very similar things to say to Ready for Change and to what Mm. you say, Lisa. So now we can talk on a much different level about things and remind each other, still annoy each other, you know, trying to call each other out sometimes or pick up on things. But it's he's a totally different person. So he's now studying life coaching and would like to, yeah, <laughs> and would like to work with um, well-being and men's mental health. I mean, talk about a 180. And yeah. if you hadn't gone down that path for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, I wonder if that yeah. spark would have ever been ignited in mm. him. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, so many people and they come into RFC and you've seen, you know, you've done it many times and, and people are like, I just, I didn't know whether I should invest in myself. Like it feels selfish. We have a lot of people in the inbox all the time. Like, I just don't know. My family needs this. And I, I keep thinking every single time you invest in yourself and feeling better in yourself, learning a bit yes. more about yourself and like raising your own frequency. That's like a gift. It's not it's not just for you. It's for everybody who loves you. Like, mm-hmm. But then I never, I always feel like it's hard for someone to believe until they've experienced it. I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. But you know, yeah. And and also I think some people get like, well, what if I grow? Mm-hmm. Or what if I change? And then what if he doesn't? Like, what's that yeah. gonna do? I had that thought. Like in those times, right, when things weren't great, it's just like, what if he doesn't come on this journey with me? And you kind of just, I guess I had to let go of that a little bit because again, I'm not responsible for what he does or doesn't do. And I just had to trust. Um, I'm saying it's so like it's so easy. <laughs> it's not so easy in those moments, but um, I knew I was doing things to make me feel good. So, and things were changing at home and within myself that I just needed to keep on that path. So, mm-hmm. but it did, it worked in, you know, in great, great ways for all of us. So, yeah. I mean, I can remember thinking um, when I was, when we were still living in Brisbane and I, I was at the same point of like, wow, I'm just discovering so much. This feels so good. Um. I don't know if Nick's going to come along, but I'm just going to keep on going anyway. Mm. And yeah. um, it is a scary thing because, yeah, and uh, look, I mean, obviously my story ended up a bit differently to yours, um, but that wasn't due to Nick not actually coming along on the journey. He loved yeah. learning the things. He loved um, listening to the podcast, exploring himself, um, you know, trying hard, but obviously there was addiction getting in the way. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it was still the right thing. It's always the right thing mm. to in, to work on our own evolution and becoming that version, that highest version of ourselves. That that you know version that is full and complete and is always there. It's just sometimes our thoughts get in the way. And mm-hmm. we can't see it. That, yeah, absolutely. And it still happens. You know, I still have to go back, remind myself, you know, I don't, it's never, you're never going to always have the right, you know, these thoughts that are heading you in the right direction all the time. So, um, 
one of my other things that I learned was shifting my attention as well, the ability mm. to shift my attention and focus. Um, yeah, I remember one one situation when we, I was out shopping with the kids and they were, they were just getting over it. Um, and normally then it turns into a not very pleasant situation, you know, where I get annoyed at them because they're getting over it and all of these things. But in that moment, I focused on their, like, patience that, you know, that actually done pretty good. And so I thanked them for it. And because I chose to focus on that rather than them getting over it, it was actually, it was totally different. You know, we could finish off the, the shopping experience rather than us sort of probably yelling argy-bargy all the way back out to the car. So, yeah, so that's just one example, yeah. I love I love that. And um and once again, like I always sort of feel like I need to put a caveat on this stuff because um I know that there's people, you know, when you're really in the the depths of um you know, mental health struggles, mm-hmm. it can actually be sort of almost impossible to shift your attention or when your nervous system's really really triggered. There's lots of things that we can do for our ourselves. Um, but I do also just want to, um, you know, make it clear that this stuff is accessible and available to people who are, um, mentally well. And sometimes there's more challenging times. Like I am a pretty, I'm pretty good at all this stuff. Like I've had lots of practice. I even teach it, but, you know, even just by the end of, um lockdowns here last year I was like barely hanging I couldn't shift my attention I was like well to what from one Netflix binge to the next like don't ask any more of me mentally I am exhausted at Mm. trying to keep my attention you know we had the lockdown of fun and that was where we I chose to put our attention and that did really really well for a long time but there's also circumstances that Mm. can sometimes really penetrate and I think the world is experiencing right now like a fatigue that we've never really experienced mm. before yeah 100%. Um, yeah but so I always just want to put that little caveat in yes yes good because um I've also got men you know had my own mental health struggles and so at times it can be it's not yeah it's not simple to just flick that switch I guess to be able to go Oh, I'm just going to shift my attention. <laughs> yeah. But do you know so, what? Do you know what I think the thing is that that we can do in those moments is not be hard on ourselves mm-hmm. about it. So I think that's a really, really important. That's a shift of attention. It's just a gentle one. But it's like, hey, I, I can feel myself spiraling mm. here. I'm actually just going to take myself away. You know, if I can just run a bath, be with this. I can't control it right now. I'm just going to love yeah. myself all the way through it and that is a, that's a huge shift to why am I like this why am I here again yes. I hate when I'm like this um I can never get anything done blah 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 blah, blah. like oh here I am and mm. we'll get through this and I love you and yes you know that's that's massive yeah that yeah those that yeah we just need to sp- it is about speaking kinder to yourself 100% <laughs> rather than being down on yourself all the time <laughs> Right. It's a it's our uh default position. Yes. So many women. So many women. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I have got another 
learning, I guess, from, yeah, that I remember from what we talked about before me wanting to be in control of everything and be there for everything for my children as well. Mm. There was a situation where it was my 40th birthday and some friends wanted to take me away and we organised it and then sudden realisation that it was my girls' end-of-year calisthenics performance on that same day. Yes. And I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, no, I can't possibly miss them, you know, what, you know, miss that performance and all the thoughts and all the feelings of guilt and sadness and all of those things. But it didn't take me long to like really feel those feelings and then kind of let it go and go, well, it'll probably be okay. My husband was overseas at the time and I remember talking to him and he's like, look, I'll try and learn how to do the girl's hair. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I think I might arrange something. But, you know, I had his support. Yes. I guess he was on board. Um, And, yeah, it kind of did feel like the universe conspired to, to let me just well, I let it, learned to let it go and I organised things for it to happen and I didn't make it mean that I was a bad mum for not being there for this one mm-hmm. occasion. Yeah. So I think that was a um, another key thing, learning to, to feel some feelings and then not m- let it mean anything, mm-hmm. uh, my actions. So the funny thing is after organising all of that, it actually ended up that I got dropped off just in time to watch it at the end anyway. So... <laughs> You know, if I'd spend my time worrying about it, it would have been a waste of my time away that my friends organised this, you know, really nice weekend. But, um, yeah, it all worked out in the end. It's so empowering to know that you don't have to be a bully to yourself <laughs> and that, um, like, that whole bad mum or bad parent, it's just the set of we talk about it in RFC, you know, these impossible standards and this idea mm. of perfection. And you know, I think about even just listening to you, the years that you have put in to learning about, you know, how to be, how to cook better food for your family, mm. how to do all these types of things for your family. And then you're sitting there going, well, obviously, I mean, it would be the worst thing. I would be, I would be a bad mum, mm-hmm. like line in the sand. I'm a bad <laughs> parent because I'm just going to go and fill up my cup for a moment and do something with my friends. Like, how do we even? How does that even a one plus one equals two? It's just not. And yet we believe it. We believe it. Yeah, 100%. wholeheartedly. Yeah. And it's just like when you hear it, it does sort of feel crazy. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when we're living it, it feels totally normal. Oh, yeah. I mean, my daughter, last week I was really not feeling very well um, uh, on the Friday and and my daughter does netball on Friday afternoons and so we just did the carpool situation and I was just chilling in bed and she came home and um, she told me that she said, well, um, I've got news for you, and then went off to the toilet. I was like, what's the news? Just thinking she'd let me know that they won. And she let me know that they won, um, and the score was 1-0, and she had scored the goal. And I was so sad in that moment. I was also incredibly unwell, Um, but I was like, oh, 
I wish I'd seen it and I could have gone down that whole thing of what mum isn't on the sidelines, like celebrating her daughter just one that, but I'm like, well, if it could have been a different way, it would have been a different way. And this was a really special moment for her to come home and tell me. And uh, that's the ability that we all have is to, to reframe things. So we're not like being a, a bully to our to ourselves or ruining yeah. what is actually just a beautiful moment in her life. She didn't actually need me there. She didn't. No. It was just we we like, think they well, do. Like, oh, she would have looked around. <laughs> Where are you? So that you know I could give her a high five. But that moment was still special for her. Like yeah. that calisthenics concert would have still been amazing for your daughter. It's it's us that kind of give it meaning if we're yeah. there for it or we're not there for it. And for me, I was just like, oh, man, I wish I'd seen it. Um, that would have been pretty special. Yeah, yeah, for exactly. Me, but nothing yeah. to do with her. Mm-hmm. She didn't think yep. twice about it, you know? Yes, and it's that. I think it's that letting go of things too, though, that learning to do that has served me so well going, like moving forward even to where I am now because gradually I've had to let go of more and more things and let my husband step up and. He's gone part-time, so I can do more things and then so therefore I'm doing less things with the kids and just it was sort of those sort of moments that have prepared me to be able to keep doing the things I'm doing now. So it's like like foundation. So what has has happened now? What are you doing these days? How has this all, you know, we spoke about Valeska, you know, 2022 this version of Valeska because we're always evolving um so what like what's happened for you since that time well so much it feels like um so I have started up a business um I still do I work part-time as well but I've started up a business um called Delivering Joy where the main offering of the business is 30 days of joy messages delivered via MMS daily for 30 days. So it's for people to purchase as gifts for their friends or fa- loved ones going through tough times. It's just the best concept ever. I love Thank where you. it came from. <laughs> yeah. I loved um, I love the sincerity of your business. I like that it, it the the product backs up the philosophy and (laughs) but it's been but it's not an easy thing to go I've got this idea Mm -hmm. and then there's so much that you have to learn along the way and um oh still learning so much oh my goodness (laughs) same here (laughs) yeah (laughs) um uh, so what have you um how has what you learned sort of helped in helped you keep moving forward when, I mean, let's face it, like there's there's still times for me, however many years later, where I'm like, should I really be doing this? Would it be easier for me to just go get a job? I mean. So yeah. many times, those thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the talking kinder to yourself in those moments has been a big thing, What, which is what we talked about before is um, that sort of, self-belief I guess as well so the way you speak to yourself and the thoughts that you think is what becomes your reality so without learning those things back then I don't think I just don't know that I would have made that leap 
to to jump in and have that faith in myself to give it a go and know that even if it didn't work out, that's okay. Mm, Quite a perfectionist, previous, I'd like to say, previous perfectionist, but probably holding on pretty tight. But, yeah, um, you know, thinking I had to have all my, everything lined up first, everything. Yeah. And it's, yeah, rather than just stepping stepping one step forward at a time. Taking imperfect action. Imperfect action, yes. Because no one's actually doing it perfectly. Mm-mm. And it could never, it can never be 100% perfect uh, at all. Isn't that frustrating, you know? <laughs> but freeing, <laughs> freeing at the same time. So freeing. So and free. now, yeah, I mean, who is it that says, is it... Um, James Wedmore or is it Jim for someone like that says 70% done is perfect 100% perfect is never done mm-hmm. and it's like it's so true because it's literally impossible for us to reach some sort of weird standard mm-hmm. in our head and when you're getting something off the ground you don't have you, you just need to be getting stuff out the door like yeah. bang 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 okay I've launched a website Let's just see how this flies and tweak yeah. it along the way. But it can be hard yes. to 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 let go and mm. let it be out in the world without it. Yeah, and I think also putting yourself out there and and being open to what happens next, regardless of which way it falls. So, I- like social media and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. How did you? How do you find that? How do you go with that? Hmm. I found that pretty tricky along the way. <laughs> um, but I see you doing little reels these now, days yes. and all that sort of stuff, yeah, like experimenting. Yes, except everything's an experiment. Right. So if you look at it that way, then there's not a failure. You know, there's not a you can't fail. There is no failure, just lessons. It's one of my favourite things I've learned with you. It's all it's, lessons. Yes. yes. So it is. It's it's choosing the way you're going to view something. Like I'm gonna, am I gonna view it as an experiment and get get a lesson out of it, whichever way, or am I gonna view it as this has to be perfect, and if it doesn't work, then that's it; it's a failure, and I I can't do it anymore. Mm. I mean, that's just everything right there. <laughs> but I think you know, for people who sit on the edge of ideas, or for mm. people who, um. You know, I remember times where I didn't even want to have people over to my house because it wasn't tidy enough or mm. fancy enough or something. I remember living in Brisbane just thinking, oh, I just will meet at a park because it's just yeah. so, and it's what a waste. Being like, there. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yep. Like, I mean, the people who are really meant to be in your life mm-hmm. don't, no one cares. Mm-mm. And everyone is in their own version of that in some way and when we drop those standards those unrealistic expectations it gives us freedom in so many different areas but yes. i don't think and i think this is what what ready for change is good at is making people actually see them for what they are which is like mm. a, some sort of illusion that we've we've created yeah. for ourselves that keeps us stop like we, we can't move because it's just i mean it's crushing um yes to yep. action it's just going to stop you every single time and I'd say that from enjoying 100%. your life yeah yep I had huge high high expectations of myself of my family of everybody 
really. And so I think it's that it is that learning to, yeah, or just seeing that for what it is. And then, you know, um, yeah, like joy suckers. Joy suckers. (laughs) Indeed. And you're the expert on joy these days. But you are, I mean, you deliver joy to people. You also know the power of shifting into that. You've literally built a business to help Mm -hmm. people who are going through hard times find joy in their day-to-day life. Like, And that's what it's about. Joy is not this big grandiose thing that, you know, it's not this thing to achieve and reach. It's the little things in your day that you can do that just, lift you just and a little bit just yeah, a that. little bit and they're yeah. available yep. we just need reminders and that's mm-hmm. why everyone should send the people they love delivering joy um yes, yes they should yes they should <laughs> all the links will be in the show notes that is for sure um uh tell me what you're most proud of oh. in yourself what would be something that comes to mind the last few years if we were to celebrate Valeska for a shift, a change that has really been quite. Oh, lots of things. No, <laughs> the most. Yeah. yeah, no. Um, Perhaps it is that then. I think if I look at everything I've even just spoke about, it is that letting go mm-hmm. of expectations. You know, we've probably rounded that whole, all the conversations previously off really well with that, you know, learning to let go, let it go of the expectations on myself, of my children, of how I should be, how they should be, how, you know, the perfect life should be. Um, yeah, I think that's the proudest thing is now my ability to let go, step forward as well, like keep stepping forward and challenging myself to yeah keep moving forward in whatever you know whether it's business whether it's like home life anyway mm, just and can we just acknowledge also the example that you are to your daughters and how you changing this in yourself I feel a little bit teary even saying it but the Valeska that I interviewed, you know, five, five and a half years ago, just incomparable. Mm. And that your freedom to enjoy life, to try new things, to drop the standards is their freedom mm. to be able to live their life according to their own design. And, you know, without a mum's like, ah, this is yeah. not right. Yeah. Like that is revolutionary yeah it is yeah no that that probably is the proudest thing I see that I can pass on to them the world's open to you what do you want to do sort of thing yeah it's got shivers Mm. said that but it is I mean I think our daughters need to see it in action yeah and they look to us you know and if we're an example of it it's not just words like no, it's, it's their no. reality. Yes. Like yep. my mum, when my mum's tired, she goes to bed and has a little rest. Like, oh, does she? Like, mm. how amazing. Yeah, that's what, um, that, and then that just becomes their norm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, thank you for sharing. I love your story um, and I will always be an advocate for delivering joy because I think it's a fabulous product um, and I think you are an exceptional woman um, and I know that years ago you would have been like, what? And I hope that yes. you actually these days receive that and go, well, you yeah, know, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on and talking to, you know, letting me talk to you about my experience and for your support that you've always had for me in any way, shape or form, including delivering joy. Um, yeah, I appreciate you so much and all of your help and learnings and stuff you share, the fact you share so openly to everybody. Um it really does make a difference because people, like you say, you know, hearing someone's real life story can have such an impact. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's why I'm doing these stories of change because we're like the stories are universal, mm. you know, in, in so many respects, but when we hear it from a person, yeah. it just, it means more. Um, yeah. hundred percent. And I do, I do think also that at at this stage of the game, there's so many different ways for people to um, to learn about themselves and to get that shift. And sometimes I um, I struggle myself to because I'm just so passionate about ready for change. I struggle to be like normal about it. And so mm. this is a telling these stories is also a really great way to say. So this is what I mean. Like when yeah. I'm when I'm yeah. trying to promote this program or when you're considering it, like this is what I mean. This mm. is what's actually possible. Mm. Listen to Valeska's story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I'm grateful to you. And I think other people who are seeking out that um, like, you know, what you shared about um your parenting, you know, getting a business off the ground the impact that you working on you has had on your husband and your marriage and then now the ripple effect that he's having in the world by doing mm. the work that he's doing. I mean, it's phenomenal. So, yes. you know, thank you. Thank you on their behalf for sharing your story because <laughs> now they know it can be different. Um, yes. But also just, yeah, thanks for being you and sharing today. No, oh, thank you. It's been lovely. Hey, if you want to learn exactly how to start moving through the stories that are keeping you stuck and you want to delve into these self-defeating thinking patterns that so many of us have, then I've got a free workshop that you can go and watch right now. In it, I, I highlight some of the main stories that I see women telling themselves that often lead women into a spiral of self-sabotage. You also learn how to let yourself off the hook a little bit more because when you understand how your brain is actually working to create this, then you feel a lot breezier about your life. Trust me. In this workshop, you'll also start moving towards the things that you want by the end. I absolutely promise you'll have a new perspective on your next step forward and that can be in any area of your life where you feel stuck. I can't wait for you to go and check it out. It's totally free. The link is in the show notes. Enjoy. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. 
It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode. 